Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer. Tune in fortnightly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. And here is your host, Jules White. And so welcome to the Human Conversation with Jules White. And this is episode five. And today I am joined by a really awesome guest. So I have met Lorraine online in the Facebook communities and uh, Lorraine Panettier is from Jersey, which is really exciting because I'm actually going to go over and see her later on in the year. So I'm very excited about that. And Lorraine is an intuitive copywriter. So she's, she's a wonderful creator, but it all comes from her intuition. And I'm going to talk more about what that really looks like and what that really means. But for now, um, I think you are fondly known as the word whisperer, Lorraine, you told me. So welcome to my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Jules. It's a pleasure. Um, I was really excited about having you on because we have a lot of the Zoom calls together, you being far too far away from me to be able to go and have a cup of tea with you. Um, and we have some really fabulous conversations. So when we were thinking about, well, what will we talk about today? Um, we, we explored a lot of different things, but I kind of brought it back to this whole subject around niching. Um, again, one of my favorite subjects being um, a, a lover of sales. And it's a big buzz thing that's going on now, isn't it? You know, this whole niche thing. Um, so I want to explore that with you today. But first of all, just so the listeners know a little bit more about you, tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, cool. So um, at the moment, I'm copywriter, as you mentioned. Um, I use my intuitive skills to create um, website pages, blogs, social media posts, um, eBooks and things for my clients. So um, love the, the whole content creation thing really. Um, and I've been doing that uh, professionally as a copywriter for just over a year. Uh, but I've been using my writing skills for the last sort of 22 years really in business. Um, it was about 22, almost 23 years ago that I trained as a um, personal trainer, health coach, nutrition um, therapist. Uh, and so really I've been working in that field for a long time, but I've always created all my own content um, way back, you know, before we had mobile phones and apps and websites and PDFs and things like that. It was all, you know, a lot of it was done by hand and, you know, printed things. Uh, so, so yeah, so I love the whole plant-based way of eating the whole plant-based lifestyle it really fits with my compassionate kind-hearted loving nature uh, and that really is is sort of one of the things that led me to follow my heart into copywriting really it was it was all to do with following your heart following the things that I was passionate about um, and so now I'm sort of at a point where I've got this whole background in food and nutrition and, and cooking and lifestyle and everything. And I've worked with some amazing people in copywriting. And now I'm at a point where I actually want to pull those two things a bit more closely together while, rather than having them as sort of the old business and the new business. Um, so yeah, there's going to be lots more um, delicious things coming 
<laughs> into <laughs> and, the world, being birthed into the world, shall we say. And I love that rather than just start a new business because kind of you've moved on, it's, it's that lovely connection of those two together, which is what I really love about you. Because I think connection is a great word, isn't it, um, for both of us. Connection is huge in, in my whole sales methodology. Connection is huge in the way you work, just full stop. Um, you know, and, and the other thing to mention about um, Lorraine is that she has a wonderful gift of being able to help you with things like branding. And I have to tell you that because she's just helped me with my branding and did it in such a beautiful way, whereby she just very simply asked me, well, what are your favorite colors? And, and I was very skeptical about branding, thinking I'm just not big enough to, to do branding and I can't have a brand. And just by looking at those colors, I knew exactly what my favorite colors were. And with that and a couple of fonts that I know I like to use, all of a sudden I have this wonderful branding and I'm using it and I love it. I fall in love with my branding, Lorraine. Awesome. <laughs> so, you know, you, you really do have this wonderful intuitive um, gift because it's about getting the people that you work with. And I think that's where you, you're very special. But coming back to that kind of follow your heart stuff as an entrepreneur, I really like that because I think when I'm working with my clients to look at, well, you know, what's your why? Why do you do what you do? And, and who is this ideal client and what's their challenge and, and linking all of that together. I really want that to be done in a really natural, intuitive way. So, so actually really stuff they love, not what they think they should be doing or what they've heard someone else do, but what they really, really love. Um, and, and that for me is what I believe niching is really about. So I don't, I don't know, have you ever really thought about what your niche is, Lorraine, or did you not look at it in that way? Um, I think the, the, the biggest shift for me was the, the dream client sort of scenario. So we see all these things online about your ideal client avatar and there's all these forms to fill in and things. And it never quite resonated with me as much as I tried I could never try and fit who I wanted to work with into a box um, so while I knew the kind of skills that I had and you know what I could give people um, obviously everyone tells you you need to niche and you need to either you know have a specific product or service or a particular type of person you work with um, so when I came into copywriting what I did very naturally you know it wasn't sort of um, a really considered process it was just something that came up was just to think about who are the kinds of people I really love to spend time with and who are the people that really light me up and who are the people that just give me such a buzz and, and make me feel energized by working with them um, and so I came up with this whole list more of sort of qualities and personality traits and things rather than an age group or a particular problem or what magazine they read or you know whether they had kids or not it was more to do with the kinds of people they they are um, and so for me it's things like people who are very compassionate and heart-centered I use that heart-centered word quite a lot so heart-centered entrepreneurs people that are in business because they've got a passion, they want to make a difference. You know, they might not be impacting millions of lives, 
but they might be making difference to people in their community, even just a handful of people in a year, but they're still making a difference. And it's that kind of heart centered angle. And then other little things like um, animal lovers, because obviously animal lovers and plant-based eating go together. Um, uh, I'm a cat lover. I've got cats and, and rabbits. So, you know, I tended to attract people that, that had pets and had that same sort of positive outlook, uh, you know, compassionate outlook yeah. on life. So, so yeah, my, my dream client was all about the personality traits of the, the people that really lit me up and made, made me feel good. Um, and hopefully I do the same to them, which, uh, which, which actually is how it worked because I managed to attract a whole year's worth of dream clients, which, which was a total shift from where I'd been in my nutrition business. Yeah, sure. And I suppose I come at it from a probably a slightly different angle, as you know, yeah. but it's still actually really um, uh, the connection and, and the heartfelt stuff. I get that. And I think I've got that in my work. But I think what I tend to do is, that's great. I love that that's the type of person you want to work with. But then now if we look at what it is you're going to do for them um, and then what's their pain and challenge for them to then want what you're doing. And I guess I try and connect on an even deeper level from that. I guess that's the work that I then do is sort of peel back those layers even further. Um, and some may want to call that niching. Um, niching for me is not just about a product you sell or a type of client you sell too it's almost that whole journey from your why to their why to to that connection that for me is niching it's like a much bigger journey mm. um, and I think I do wonder sometimes whether niche is as I said before is just kind of quite a buzzy sort of funky word to use now and we're talking about micro niching and things like that and I, I'd rather say it in a very human way in a human conversation and and sort of try and talk about it in in that way you know actually who is this person yeah we know what sort of person they are personality wise but then what is it you're going to do for them to help them you know and, mm. and as you know because I've done this work with you as well haven't I Lorraine and so it's just peeling it, it back isn't it yeah absolutely. Me... sorry, sorry yeah. I, was, I was just going to say niching is a bit like the the outcome really it's the positive thing that the client gets at the yeah. end it's that combination of of working with the right person and having you having the right service or product that fits their needs or their desires and then you get that desired outcome yeah at the um, end and it's knowing how you need to and want to talk to them isn't it through mm. your content through your branding through every way that you come into the world as an entrepreneur you know absolutely um, and and that that's really special i think when you get that right it's really special and for me it also gives you that focus because you know we can scattergun what we do across the world to everyone can't we Mm. Um, but actually that's quite a hard tough way to do it so it's much easier to just focus it down and, and talk to just that one specific type of person we've talked about something pretty special that you've got now that you're developing and I want to talk about how that came about because I don't it's not so much just about telling everyone about this amazing product and concept that you've come up with but I also want to talk about the journey you've gone on to get to that because 
that's the interesting bit about this podcast is when we talk about the journey part and you know how, well, how did you come to think of that so tell us about this new thing that you're doing Lorraine oh top secret <laughs> hot, hot off the press this will be <laughs> um so it's it came about because I had a few conversations with with other amazing heart-centered entrepreneurs and a few people said to me um including yourself about how the the food thing was still really coming through for me so even though I've worked with um, a whole load of different entrepreneurs over the past year or so um, in in all different fields and it's been fantastic learning you know all about their their passion as well you know in order to write for them um, but so many people started saying that the food thing was really it they were sensing it was quite strong you see because I I connect with a lot of quite intuitive people as well that sort of suddenly say, Hey, I've just had a vision of something. <laughs> I see us doing something together, or, yeah. which is beautiful. It's lovely. Um, and so, so many people started saying about the food thing and how that is another way. In addition to the writing, it's how I express love and, and nurturing towards other people. So I used to use the word nourish a lot and, and in my food business I used to talk about nourishing your soul and nourishing yourself rather than you know eat this food to lose weight or eat this food to get fitter or whatever it was really about self-love and self-care and, and making choices that made you feel loved and special um, and, and I'd gone on that direction already for quite a few years in in my nutrition business so so basically the the point I'm at now is I'm putting together a kind of a sort of a 30 day challenge, but it's going to have quite a few twists to it. Mm. Uh, that's going to be based around plant-based eating. Uh, and so really it's a combination of being connected to all these incredible women who've reminded me that I've got this other gift to share and, and not to completely leave all that behind yeah so it will be a chance for me to still do my writing thing um, to connect a load of people together to offer that support and inspiration uh, and then the you know the, the bonus the outcome the result of that for the people that sign up will be um, they get to change their habits over 30 days. So it's, it's more about the process. The process is the important thing. It's, it's that committing to something for 30 days. Uh, yeah. that's, that's the really important thing. And, and there's so much on the internet about committing to 30 day things and habits and um, yeah, all that kind of thing. And it's really, it makes you a better person if you can stick to something. Uh, oh yeah. And, and, and that's the other side of it, really. What am I really rubbish at? Really rubbish at sticking to things. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Lorraine. So, yeah. so that was is, kind of an, another angle, really, is if I yeah. can really stick to things and share my experience with others, then, yeah. yeah. So, so that's all coming together at the moment, hoping to launch 1st of July uh, with that. So, that's brilliant. So, yeah, watch, um, watch the space. So, so all of the things we just talked about, you're linking that real, real love and passion you have for, for food and uh, nourishment and nurturing. And then the copywriting skills, you know, your, your intuitive skills there to connect those two together. And then putting something out that I think is really clever and really important because you're absolutely right. I am the worst person in the world 
for sticking to stuff. You know, putting putting myself out there now, Lorraine. Everybody's, you know, the real Jules is here. But however, if I form a habit, I'm actually really good at sticking to it once I've formed it as a habit. Yeah. You know, I, I really am. I mean, here's a woman who smoked for many years and I woke up one morning and stopped. And I haven't smoked for, well, I did 10 years initially, then I was silly. But now I've done almost six years again this time. Never, never had a cigarette in all those times. Now that's me forming a new habit of not smoking, having had a habit of smoking. So I know I can do it. But when we talked about this, I, I was really comfortable telling you all the reasons why I would want to buy that challenge. Because, you know, for me, you know, the whole food thing for me, I am your ideal client for food. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's about really the niche bit for me is about really understanding what my world looks like when, when you're providing me with this 30 day challenge because and all the things I'm going to need from that challenge in order to stick to my 30 days. Yeah. So, so I just think it's such a, a great idea and the way it's come together, because that's the bit I was really interested in talking about is has come together very naturally and very instinctively and from the heart yeah absolutely you know? yeah yeah and, and that's what really this is about for me that's what I believe sales is about I think it's about coming from the heart connecting being true you you know I, I really do because I think that's what people buy so you know I know that's why we get on so well and why why we have these amazing conversations so what else is is happening in Lorraine's world? I mean, obviously, you're going to produce this amazing new new product, really, in effect. I mean, it's not the only thing you're ever going to do, but it's just this new thing. And, and I've loved talking to you about that because it's, it's I've watched it kind of evolve, which has been exciting. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I'm really hoping that it's going to going to take off really well. And, uh, you know, it'd be amazing to have 100 people in in a group um all doing the same 30-day challenge and then i've got plans for two or three other different themes so not food based but other themes as well and it would be really good to just to have this growing community of people who are following these 30-day challenges mm. um and i think the thing is i watched a couple of ted talks today and there was a really good one um about this this guy who basically said he he did these small challenges you know really really small challenges but they were consistent for 30 days and what it did oh, i think the, the one he he mentioned was a photo a day which we've all seen on facebook we've probably all done it for five days or seven days or something yeah. um and he said what it really did is that the years go by so quickly but by taking a photo a day for 30 days he can now look back and he remembers exactly where he was and what he did that day. Mm -hmm. So it not just was a fun thing to do for 30 days, it actually improved his quality of life. You yeah. know, he's, he's, he can look back and have those extra memories. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he mentioned another one. Um, what's the other one he did? Uh, oh, that's right, write a novel. So he basically worked out over 30 days, he wanted to write X amount of thousands words. Uh, and so he wrote, I think it worked out as 1,667 a day. And he said he did it every single day 
for 30 days and then whatever that adds up to if anyone's really quick at maths they, yeah. they'll be able to figure that out in their head it's a lot. <laughs> it's lot it's lots of thousands of words um more than thirty thousand, obviously maybe it's fifty thousand or something um and so like he said he, he ended up writing a novel but you know the, the novel might have been a bit rubbish but he wrote the equivalent of two novels mm. in that time mm -hmm. so like he said if i ever met somebody at a dinner party I could say I was a novelist yeah, I yeah. Wanted to. So I'm not going to put them out there on sale anywhere but I did it yeah. and then so he did all these different challenges and eventually he did the big things he climbed Kilimanjaro and um I don't know loads of other things at map someone map cuts I think it is if you want to check it out on TED talks uh, really really it was only like three minutes or something it was a really good talk mm. uh, and that just you know so many of the things he said were the things that I'd been writing down when I'd been planning what I was going to do yeah. so it was really reassuring to know that I was on the right path and that there are other people out there who have taken similar challenges or created their own challenges and then gone on to do the bigger things because when you realize you know like for you you realized you could stop smoking well you can just as easily learn to do something positive with your diet yeah. or you know in in some other aspect and so for a lot of the entrepreneurs that might listen to this you know if you can do 30 days of 10 minutes of ab work <laughs> you yeah. know and then you can do 30 days of drinking juices and smoothies in your diet to boost your vitamins and minerals well then maybe you can do 30 days of something pretty awesome in your business or write that book or you know do 30 days of podcasting or 30 days of live videos there's so many things that you could do yeah and it kind of kind of gives you that structure I think doesn't it sort of to to inspire you to do it absolutely um, I, I mean I, everybody will have a different driver as to why they will do this 30 days or why they will even complete the 30 days they'll all have a different reason for doing it um, yeah. I guess the the thing if I'm thinking with my sales head on uh, for you is to make sure you know the reasons why they will want to do the challenges that you may set up for them so obviously yeah. your, your first challenge I think you're looking at is around the the nutrition and the food and uh, the plant-based diets yeah. and, and yeah. things like that um, and I think you know it's it's about like you know well why do I want to do do that you know and um, we've again had this discussion and and for me it's like well I'm cooking for one very often you know and um, I'm I'm not a great cook that's probably a limiting belief but that's absolutely another conversation <laughs> um but then it's that well what do i get in my shopping in order for me to do this in order for me to just go to the fridge and have the right ingredients and know how to prepare it so it's um, a huge piece around knowledge isn't it really i think and so if that 30-day challenge can then give me a huge amount of knowledge in those areas that I know I'm definitely going to be on my way to doing it and, and completing it because they're the things I specifically need as an individual so so I think that's the key really isn't it it's kind of really knowing what it is that's gonna be the reason why I'm going to want to buy those challenges whatever they yeah. might be um, I think that the most important thing I think is the people that will be attracted to it will understand that it's the process that they want to be part of they want to be part of the journey not the 
destination. It's not, you know, 30 days is not going to change your life, but it's setting up positive habits or changes. You know, some challenges can be about cutting things out, cutting out sugar, cutting out gluten, cutting out meat, whatever it might be. Um, but it's, it's really about the process. Mm. So it's, it's what you get out of just sticking to the process and committing to that change for 30 days. Mm. That, that for me, from all the research I've been doing and all the, the notes I've been writing and everything, it really is about the change. All our destinations will look different. Yes. What you get out of 30 days doing some plant-based eating, because it's not going to be, it's not a complete meal plan or anything like that. It's, it's just a little small change every single day. Mm. Um, and so the way I've been visualizing it is, is like a jigsaw puzzle and we've all got one piece left to put in, but we've all got a different piece. So everybody's outcome is going to be slightly different. Yeah. And the, 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 the piece that the last piece that you're putting in is almost like what you choose to change each day. Cause I'm not going to be saying you have to drink this green smoothie today. It's like, you know, these are the little changes that we can make. Yeah. And then, yes, there will be support. I've, you know, I've written loads of recipe ebooks and things already. So there will be lots of, of written support and, you know, some live videos in a Facebook group maybe to actually help people with that support. But the challenge itself, it will be up to the individual to sort of choose which sort of thing with prompts, obviously, that's yeah. the whole idea. It's all yeah. sort of um, planned out um, and, and lots of different things really like you say to to look at shopping to look at cooking planning eating out which is a big one um, sharing food with friends cooking for friends so there'll be lots of lots of areas just to learn a little small bit about you know it's as I say it's not meant to change your life and it's definitely not meant to be overwhelming simplicity is a word I've always used in my food business so yeah, simplicity will be key and the process of committing to change and making new habits. Yeah, and I think if I did it, I would want to think that I, it might go beyond 30 days for me and that then yeah. it just be, then becomes just a natural part of my life, my daily life, you know. That's, yeah, that's, that's the dream, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course that that outcome, that as you say, is different for everybody, but equally the outcome will potentially change anyway. The more, you know, the longer you go on, the outcome will, will probably move around somehow. Won't of course, it? But, of course. Um, yeah. It is, we, we have such a precious life, you know, we really do. Um, yeah. And it's just about what we do with it. And then the things that we value and what we see is important. And that's why you're on the missions you're on with your niches, and I, I will call them that because for me, they are, they're very specific things that you're very talented and, and creative around that I couldn't do. Um, and then I have my niche, which is absolutely sales. Um, but in the way that I want to teach sales, so it's not the same as perhaps you may see out there. It's, it's really quite human as as you know so so it's an interesting conversation really because not only have we obviously talked about your experience and and the journey that you're on which is really fascinating and i've i've loved that but i think anyone listening as an entrepreneur will, will probably hear the differences in you know how we see things how our journeys look what we value um, how we interpret niche, you know, to everybody niche probably means something different. But I think as long as you have the focus on the things that you love doing, 
and you can make that connection, then I think that's part of the magic uh, of being an entrepreneur and being successful at being an entrepreneur, to be honest. Absolutely. And I think the really important thing I was just thinking there as you were talking is, is the thing about our brands evolving, you know, when we're a small business and it's just us primarily, you know, we do evolve, we change, you know, my nutrition and training and food business changed over the years. My copywriting's changed over the last um, sort of 13, 14 months as well. So I think really taking that time to sit back and look at look at where you've come celebrate your wins obviously um, look at where how far you've come and keep thinking about what really lights you up because it might be what lights you up at one point won't light you up in the same way in a year's time but something else will have come up um, and then I think the other really important thing is that balancing of masculine and feminine energy. So where right at the beginning we talked about, um, you know, I was talking very much about the heart centered approach and the kinds of people I like to work with. And you've got the lovely element of sales and strategy and everything. And so when you pull those two things together, you end up with a solid business plan so it really is bringing together that strategy and the passion mm. the masculine energy and the feminine energy yeah. uh, and, and that's why we need to collaborate and network and and have these kind of chats because we can't have it all ourselves you know we, we can't do everything ourselves no. you, you can you can but it takes a long time and you don't get anywhere as fast so whether it's investing in a coach or just having a chat you know, with, with people that know more than you in certain areas. Yeah, very much so. Really and important. really interesting that you talk about how we will evolve and change. I totally mm. agree with that. That will continue to happen, I think. That's how we grow. But yeah. it's interesting in, in where we learn. You know, for me, in my business, I know I'll always have sales as that cent central part of, what I do, what I know, my passion. But what's really interesting in my journey is the different clients I've worked with, I've learned different things. Yeah. So for me, my learning has always come from my clients because it's almost been, I know the stuff about sales, it's subconscious, I, I just know it, it's there, I've done it for so long. But I learn from my clients because I always assume my clients know everything about sales that I know. So each client then will come with a slightly different challenge, albeit it's around business, and it's mm. fascinating, and that's what lights me up. So I know the type of client that lights me up, and um, the subject matter for me, I think, is there. I'm not sure that's ever going to change, but I'm learning from each of those clients, you know, all those different things, which is really interesting. Mm. Um, and, and I know which clients I, I love, love to work with, you know, and, and it's very much the entrepreneurial space. Um, and predominantly, I, women, I would say women. I don't want any men to think they can't work with me, because of course you can. But it, it is very much women that, that I am now drawn to and that I'm working with, which is, is wonderful. Because um, yeah. it, it's, it's great work that I think... I, I think we're both doing great, great work. It's, it's a real um, pleasure. I'm very grateful that I can do this work. Absolutely. And then you brought up the really good word there, learning. And I think curious learners 
are people that I'm really drawn to because I love learning. I've always loved learning and I've done so many different training courses and things and a creative writing English degree and, and loads of different things. Yeah. Um, and I think the common thread for me, so we, whereas you talked about your common thread being sales, I think for me, it's, it's not the writing per se, it's the um, making the world a better place. Yeah. really and, and brightening people's lives i think that's that's really the key so how i've done it has changed over the years and, and helping be helping people be better versions of themselves mm. so who knows where i'll be in 10 years 20 30 years time i just you know i'd love to think i'll carry on learning i i, I always joke that i'd love to study volcanology one day <laughs> And of course, with all these volcanoes at the moment, I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to understand, you know, and learn it all. Uh, and then, so who knows? Maybe I'll live in Hawaii and be a volcano expert one day. You may wait. Eat a raw food diet and bring people together. But do you know what? One thing you will always do is brighten up our lives, Lorraine. I can promise you that. <laughs> and on that note, I, I am going to say thank you so much for our chat. I have loved our human conversation tonight. Thank it you. almost was one of those where we kind of didn't really know where it was going to take us. So I just hope everyone listening has really enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed it. And obviously I will make sure all your links are put with this so that people can find you because I'm actually sure they're going to want to after this. So. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so thank you very, very much. And thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we are totally loving making these podcasts and my guests are amazing. I've got another list of wonderful guests to bring onto the podcast over the next few weeks and I hope you're going to carry on listening and enjoy our human conversations together. So I will say Good night to you all because we've recorded it on an evening, this particular podcast. And um, ta da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. If you enjoyed the show, please let her know on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Compassio Coaching.